Everybody, welcome to episode nine. Nine episodes in, crazy. Uh, Saddle chat, Tony Rugby football. Kia kaha, kia mai. Uh, thanks for joining us again uh, for this uh, episode that we've got. Uh, a bit different this week. We just uh, got some uh, talking points on our agenda. Not really naming a fifteen of any sort. Uh, might do a uh, super rugby uh, combine. Oh, sorry, draft next week. Uh, so that'll be good. Um, quickly uh, throw out to the, the usual panel that we got here. Uh, we'll go to brother Eugene Caramel Latte Smith. Uh, huge mate, how's, how's everything going? Yeah, pretty good. Obviously, uh, some great news this week with uh, the nation being, you know, coronavirus or no active cases and uh, going to level one. So that's great. Obviously, don't have to worry about all the. Uh, Whereas of having, you know, the 100 people at our games and, and things like that, we can just open it up for all and can get crowds into Super Rugby. So I think that's a good thing. So, nah, week's going well so far. Um, yeah, that's me. Nice, bro. And uh, I guess tonight, for those listening, we're recording this on a Tuesday night. Pretty good session out there uh, tonight? Uh, yeah, yeah. Good numbers. I thought um boys shaped up pretty well. We got the um, sort of couple of niggles here and there from the weekend sort of runabout, but get into that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, I think good numbers from across all three teams, Prem Reserves and Colts. So yeah, looking forward to getting some games in and pre-seasons and, and the competition starting up. Nice, bro. Uh, next uh, on my right here, we've got uh, Big Easy, uh, Black Forester, you believe. Uh, mate, we last week on Thursday when we recorded uh, Settle Chat 8, uh, much happens in the thinnies. How's your weekend and, and things? Uh, yeah, pretty quiet, uh, Fridge. Uh, thanks for the welcome. Um, pretty low-key, yep. Uh, obviously, I'm uh, on to the new league now, so that would be busy for a few days, but needed the weekend to maybe just recover and and just uh, sort of strip things back a wee bit and just understand its patience is, uh, is key, really. So just, uh, yeah, some light duties over the weekend, but good to be here again tonight and catch up with a few of the crew uh, before our um, session here. Awesome, awesome. Um, got to go to uh, my partner in crime and uh, uh, Hayden old uh, white sugar uh, oats all sound a little bit racist or... sorry my bad uh, heck bro what have you been up to since last Thursday uh, hi everyone uh, thanks thanks for having me back guys um, what have you been up same old um, yeah nothing cool yeah Oh, yeah. Exciting. Um, <laughs> you kept pretty busy on Saturday, though, uh, down there in the club with uh, a few of the boys. Yeah, chocker at the club. Um, shout out to Gordy and Freddie, um, sussing the floor. Um, it's looking great. Hopefully, get that vinyl soon. Obviously, we've got a bit of a do Saturday night. So, hopefully, hopefully it's done by then. And um, still a little bit of work to do. The windows getting fixed tomorrow, I think. From the wee breaking, and um, yeah, Dylan Dylan ran a new data cable today for the the new tool system. That'd be good. Uh, PayWave, easy to pay for those uh, long whites and 
two ejects. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, just on that break, and if, if you're listening and, and you're one of those guys, come down the club and, and join join rugby. We'll put you to work. Maybe help out around the club or, or something like that. Bit of, bit of payback, maybe. <laughs> um, uh, well, we'll get into, uh, I guess, the internal game uh, shortly. But I just wanted to throw out a, a random question for you boys just to break the ice a little and, and things like that. So... Uh, I went online today and there's a thing called a random question generator. Uh, I pressed it one time and the first question that popped up was, if your life was a movie, what would the soundtrack be? So just give me a couple of songs around what your um, what what your life soundtrack might be. Um, I'll, I'll probably, I'll go ahead and buy you guys some time and say maybe uh, my one. Um... Oh, actually, I got one for hat coming through one out there, and it's Tuesday's gone. It's uh, quite quite a funny one. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, uh, I'll go to huge. I'm for any huge. Oh, mate, I've got absolutely nothing. I've got tons. Can I can I cut? Yeah, yeah, I'll go stop for it. Huge, go for it. Um, Happy Gilmore. Yep, is one. Um, just the whole soundtrack. Oh, is that not what it is? <laughs> or are you picking one song? Or are you picking the soundtrack? Pick from a the few movie? songs. Yeah. A good one for you would be the Forrest Gump soundtrack. Please explain. <laughs> I don't know, just, you know, life's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, so it's just a track, not yeah. not a soundtrack. One, one or two songs, eh? Might be digging a bit deep into it. Yeah, uh, it is. That, that talks about, like, explains your life, or if your life was a, a soundtrack. Yeah, or it might be, like, staying alive by the Bee Gees. Yeah, right? that, oh... See, I was going to say Boogie Nights. Oh, what yeah. a soundtrack. Well, Boogie Nights, the movie. <laughs> well, yeah, the soundtrack to the, all the songs on, on Boogie Nights. Yeah. Nice. Um, I wonder if Freddy is. I reckon he's got a couple of goodies. Uh, Ezra? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't have a couple of goodies, but um, I'm actually going to say Grease. Oh. Uh, it's a favourite movie of mine. It has been since I was a wee... wee how, how is that? We. Snapper, snapper? Yep. Snipper? Snipper? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You do um, remind me of a pink lady. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I, I always back myself as a bit of a T-bird, um, you know, in my, in my sort of teens. I'm an old soul. A hickey from Kanicki. <laughs> you would have given out a few hickeys in your day. Yeah, <laughs> I'll save this for another chat. <laughs> Ezra Zuko. <laughs> Ezra Zuko, man. Yeah. Yeah, so Greece, I'm going to say Greece. What about you? Uh, you, you got anything here, mate? Oh, mate, I've got nothing. I've just been... Poor, yeah, or... Oh, oh. <laughs> boy, you're a ratio of stereotyping there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, poor, yeah. I'll throw that out there, mate. That'll be mine. Any others? Uh, song. Platoon was a good one. Mm. Tracks, man. Apocalypse Now. You're just naming movies. What the, um, I, I reword your question. I think that's what you asked. You said, what's the soundtrack of your life? To be fair, the, the song. I, as soon as I said that, all I could get in my head, and I don't know how, what relevance it's got to my... I mean, some people might say it was, it was from Lion King, was when I was a young warthog. <laughs> but I didn't want to say it, but I had to say it because I've got nothing else. got no banter. Yeah, good. Yeah, good I'll throw it out there. Love Lion King. And just coming out of um, New Zealand Music Month last month, 
Uh, I want you to name one, maybe one New Zealand track that's important to you, or that could fit in the same boat. So for me, uh, top three easily is uh, Netherworld Dancing Towards for Today, featuring Annie uh, Crummer. Great song. Anyone else? You know I'm going to have to go uh, The Dudes. Um. Asian Cigarettes. <laughs> That's not the name of the song. What's the name of the song? It's Dave Dobbin. No, it's the dudes. Be mine tonight. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll probably throw out there. I quite like um, the 660, so don't forget your roots. I thought uh, I think it's quite good. And also, um, Trinity Roots Homeland, Homeland and Sea was actually something that uh, when I was overseas, I used to put on. I used to talk about, you know, Homeland and Sea, New Zealand, and yeah. used to get a bit, you know. Emotional thinking about back home and stuff like that. So, you know, throw that out there. Good songs, you good mm-hmm. bands too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ezra? Gosh, an absolute plethora fridge. Um, <laughs> but I'll narrow it down to a couple. Uh, Take It Easy, Stan Walker. Oh, yeah. Um, better Be Home Soon, Crowded House. Yeah. Classic. And, whoa, you've got to throw a Dave Dobb one in there. You've got to. Uh, got to go loyal, really. Yeah. Mm. And uh, just a little tip here for our listeners. Uh, if you haven't, listen to um, Fly My Pretties. It's a mix of heaps of the New Zealand bands that do yeah. stuff. They're real good. Yeah. Real good. Yeah. Nice, oh, good tip. Been a couple of their concerts, actually, and they're mm. really good live. Yeah. Really mm. good. Yeah, it's, it's always, I know we're going way off topic here, but <laughs> it's always good seeing musos just collab and come mm. together to, to create stuff. Some classic New Zealand songs that have come out like that, uh, the Aotearoa song. Mm was a, a combination of uh, we should probably move on <laughs> some rugby Rhea Hall some Troy Kingy yeah uh, Stan Walker yep one other Maisie uh, Maisie Maisie yeah. Okay, yeah yeah, yeah. Got too, much, too much Stan Walker chat for me yes. <laughs> okay boys we've we got to get into um, probably have to uh, talk about last week's pod uh, the blokes um, best looking of all time uh, was out there I'm, I'm, mate, that's a, that's a weak suspension. <laughs> Hex just walked out here. Um, I'll be a security guard. The security, yeah. Um, so last week was best looking of all time. And I, I bumped into one player who had some feedback for us. Did you guys get any uh, backfire or were anyone that was unhappy not making the list? Oh, no, I'm unhappy. I think it was just general consensus and, um, you know, that Jake Gooch was clearly in the team and captain. So I think that was just sort of reaffirming our selection there, but I, I, I haven't got any of the negative pushback or anything like that. Jake Gooch, easily greatest, best looking of all time. I don't think we talked about him, about him enough last week. You, you cut us off real quick, Hank. <laughs> um, did you get any feedback from anyone? I think we, we there was a lot of Gooch chat. Was a lot we of all Gooch love, chat. love Gooch. I, I saw a photo, one of Gooch's Colts photos, I think, the other day. I trawled through a lot of club photos. And his, I think his nose is straightened up now as well. It used to be bloody sideways. Might, might have got some work done. Yeah, I think he's like getting some work done. To be fair, there's a lot of Gooch chat all week. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you, the amount of Gooch chat coming from Fridge is worrying. Yeah, to be I mean, fair, over, what is it, nine settle chats now? I reckon he's is probably he up there the for the mentions. Man you, 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 you've seen? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm worried. And, <laughs> and it, it's, like, it's like huge with the tank chat yeah. every, every session. Yeah. I saw him. I saw him on Saturday at the internal game, and uh, he walked up to me with a huge smile on his face and shook my hand. And I was like, "G'day, Cappy," <laughs> and he was happy as. And then I also spoke with uh, Dylan Williamson, 
who, who wasn't the happiest. Um, but I was like, yo, I said that you'd make the list pre, pre-lockdown, pre pre-haircut. But he definitely wasn't happy with us at all. I threw a deal out there, remember? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then the hat category is noggin. The size was noggin. Mm. <laughs> the Swede. Yeah, I mean, that's a big old scone. That thing. Mm. Yeah. I don't think, did we, we definitely missed a few people. I can't, they're not coming to yeah, me. Did, did, yeah, did anyone jump up? Like anyone say anything? Or? Obviously, JR was, uh, was excluded. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was he, hard done by. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Ricky Rich. It's probably just his attitude that, yeah. poor attitude anyway. Um, and and apologies to we, I did we did get a couple of complaints about the drinking, <laughs> so we've nipped that in the bud moving forward. Complaints about yourself? Yeah, they were about me. Apologies. Awesome. And um, just on Saturday's internal game, uh, I watched. It looked pretty cool. I think the coaches got out of it what what they needed to. Heck, what did you see out there on Saturday? Uh, I, I thought it was I thought it was good quality considering you know guys that had a couple of months off footy. I, the, the intensity was was real good, um, and yeah, that just the willingness from both teams to throw it around. I was impressed with. Um, I, I thought there might have been a lot you know kind of knock on scrum, knock on scrum, but it was pretty, you know, fair flying. Yeah, what what I like about internal games or or things like that is um, when there's a little bit of niggle and a little bit of push and shove. Because you know it means something, mm. and, and there's a little bit, of, a real little bit of that on Saturday. Um, is a new John. I know you guys missed the game on Saturday, but did you just kind of hear anything about uh, anyone that might have stood out, or any observations you heard from the other coaches and stuff? Uh, yeah, so I, I um, obviously gave yeah for a call on uh, Sunday just to see how everything um, went, and he was really happy with what um, what came out there. He um, <clears throat> said we won't name names, but he said a few few guys put their hands up and a few probably let themselves down a bit, um, which is going to make things a bit tricky when it comes to sort of final selections for that first competition game. Um, but yeah, sort of uh, yeah, they they said it was a bit you know a, you know couple of niggle here and there, a bit of uh, chatting to the referee, which we've had to address as well. Um, everyone just passionate first game and things like that, and a bit of uh, getting used to the rules again. But um, yeah, some guys that I've sort of been told put their name uh, put their their hands up were uh, someone like Sam Tunise, um, who played really well, Pity Paraoni, um, Vince Sefo, um, and yeah, those are sort of the, the names that sort of got bandied around there. So yeah, nice. How, how about you? Did, did you hear anything kind of come through Messenger or anything that stood out or any feedback you heard? Yeah, I, I uh, had a little bit of feedback. Um, um, obviously, obviously. I guess you just probably mentioned a lot of the guys that stood out. I guess the main concern for me was uh, the injury to Jared Adams. Um, I'm not mm-hmm. sure how serious it is, but probably serious enough for him to miss this weekend uh, against OBU. So um, hopefully um, his recovery will be uh, will be speedy and um, we can get him ready for, for round one. But um, I guess we might, might touch on, on round one later on. But um, if uh, if he's not ready, then, then um, thankfully we've got some depth in midfield there for someone else to step up. Yeah, speedy recovery to, to Rampage, club favourite, good dude. Um, number one draft pick. Yeah, number one draft pick overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, first round, future Hall of Famer. I might have to trade him. <laughs> <coughs> um, and for me, uh, who, Vern, Vern, I know you mentioned him, yeah. but man, he was a complete snap. <sighs> Come on, Hank. <laughs> 
now Vern was a complete standout for me. I'd never seen him play before. And um, just when he trains, I know he probably doesn't like – he does the fitness, but he probably doesn't like it. But when he played, man, he, he was just all over the park, good mm. carries and stuff. Eh? Mm. Nice. Mm. We've missed that kind of big bruising with, with Milo gone last year. It's good, to, it's good to have that big body back. He was awesome. Yeah. And um, I, I thought, like you said, Tanisi was awesome. Francis, the young prop from the Colts, stood out. He was awesome. Uh, really impressive. Uh, Reef had, had a couple of real nice touches, some nice finishes. Uh, Yona was, was, was everywhere. And, and the Logan Cam battle at halfback, there was a little niggle there, but it was all in good, um, good spirit. And, and that, was, that was great to watch. Uh, and, and Seal, is it Seal from the yeah. league? Is he, is he league background? Former Kingfisher, mm. yeah. He was awesome. Mm. He, he was, put on some hits, bro. Oh, yeah. He moved some bodies. And um, at scrum time, I would have thought, you know, the league guy might have struggled a bit, but he held his own. He was awesome. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he's pretty raw and probably needs a, a lot of uh, scrum work. But, man, yeah, he's good. Nice. I heard there was a few interested spectators as well. They were uh, come to have a watch. So. Yeah. Chris, Chris Gibbs, a Hurricane assistant coach, and Leo Crowley, Wellington Lions head coach. Um, Lardy, I think, popped his head down as well for a bit. Yeah, um, so, you know, it's great to, great to see, um, you know, getting some high-profile guys coming down to check out a bit of an internal runaround. Um, it's pretty good and probably give that all credit to the Saddle Chat for getting it promoted and putting it out there. <laughs> nice. We'll take it. Yeah. Um, one thing that I did want, to, did want to cover with these guys that were playing on Saturday, and uh, Hack mentioned Franny of Francis, uh, um is this new generation of props coming through, bro? Um, pretty, pretty excited for the next few years to see these guys develop and, and see what they can do. Obviously, you got the twins, you got Nico, you got Tali, you got Tali, Francis. Yeah, Tali was great on Saturday too. Uh, did I miss any other young ones there? With his Richard Hanisi coming through, mm. Caleb Sinclair, Jacob Beaumont. Mate, it's the future of the club right there if these guys hang around, train hard, and and do well, do their time. Yeah. Young Alapati, he's still younger than me. Alapati, yeah. yeah. Let's go! <laughs> he's booked in for his 50th this year. The club, isn't he? Yeah. But um, as we move on, we've got a special guest uh, join us. Um, he, I guess for people that don't know, uh, we, we have a, a group um, that kind of organises or talks about maybe events or any news that might be happening around the club or um, there's a social media post and discuss, discusses those kind of things, which uh, consists of Hack, Huge, Ez, uh, myself and Jack Ross. So it's uh, good to have Jack here to, to uh, you know, give us a preview about OBU. Um, Jack, uh, you were away last week, but uh, excited for this week? Yeah, Jack, Jack's not here. Yeah, Jack didn't make it, guys. Sorry for everyone listening. Disappointing. Uh, yeah, we get a brunch to go to. A brunch. But um, I think uh, for Jack, who, who we know is listening, is prepared. <laughs> is prepared questions for you. And, and you didn't make it, mate. So we're going to go through those questions now. And Ez is just going to throw them out to us. I think he might be in the gulag, Jack. He might be in the gulag. Call yeah. of Duty gulag. <laughs> Thanks, Freddie. Um, yeah, I was, I was looking forward to... Uh, um, asking our, our uh, special guest a, a couple of uh, quick fire this or that question, um, but um, that's all right. We'll, we'll test them with the, the, the panel that we have tonight. So, um, actually, the boys are going to get uh, four questions each. So, pretty quick fire. Twelve. Um, yeah. So, twelve questions. Quick maths. 
I've, I've added a couple. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so we'll start uh, We'll start with Huge. We'll get your four first. We'll move to Hack and then finish off the bridge. Shut up. Huge, uh, call a text. Text. Hot chocolate or iced chocolate? Hot chocolate. Potato chips or French fries? French fries. Milkshake or smoothie? Smoothie. Heck. <laughs> be invisible or be able to fly? Creep. You're an absolute creep. <laughs> <laughs> You're an absolute creep. <laughs> definitely fly. I'd fly. I'd definitely fly. Oh. Uh, know the future or change the past? Oh, what a question is. Oh, deep. We're getting deep. Know the future. Know the future. Change the past. Quick I life. think because I've had such bad luck with the uh, with my TAB multis lately, I'd say the future predict the future mm. in my life. Uh, iced tea or hot tea? Um, not a fan of either. Okay, Can I'll I just, go iced. Can I just jump in real quick? Is uh, that future question? Would you share your knowledge with, with like your good mates? Or did you just do a Biff, Biff, what's his name, from Back to the Future? Biff, just, yeah, I was thinking Sports Almanac, Biff Tannen from um, yeah. from Back to the Future. So you wouldn't share what you know? I hate Manure. No, I, I, can I share? What's the, what's the deal? <laughs> Is there a deal to that gift? Can I share? I would share. It's if I could share, I'd yeah. share. Cool. All right. And, so, you, and you're going with iced tea? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not a fan? Oh, I'll go hot tea. Hot tea. Okay. All right. Hot tea it is. And the last one for you, would you rather own a private island or own a private jet? Great question. Mm. I'd go island, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really like people. Nice. All right. Well, people. <laughs> uh, fridge, uh, the last four for yourself. Uh, would you rather lose your sense of smell or lose your sense of taste? Smell. Because you know I'm... I like to taste food and stuff. <laughs> Big dog's got to eat. Mm. Big dog's got to yeah. eat. Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve? Man, I'm a Christmas Eve guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say it's yeah. Me too. Especially at this age. Yeah, well, New yeah Year's cool. exactly. New Year's Eve used to yeah. Christmas Eve was all But good. even the New Year's Eve era, you'd, you'd blow out the night before New Year's Eve. Yeah. You'd have a big... Yeah, no, definitely Christmas oh. Eve. Bro. Yeah. bro, we used to host parties on Christmas Eve and even going down the, um, the old parrot when they used to pump. But um, the parents would be angry on Christmas Day because you were absolutely useless all day. You couldn't yeah. eat, wouldn't sleep. But yeah, mm. definitely Christmas Eve. Yeah. Life no, I agree. Lifeboat. Uh, chicken or steak? Wow, jeez. Well, how can you come at me with these questions, Is Well, we're coming. It's an easy one for me. Mm, sorry. Mate, huge fan of fried chicken, eh? Chicken. All right, we got there. Uh, last one, unlimited free food or unlimited free clothes? Well, these questions are really right up my alley. <laughs> uh, definitely going food. Have to go food. All right. It's not easy to find uh, clothes in my size. Clothes are more expensive than food, though. You've got to mm. go clothes. Is this for life? Free food for life? Yeah. Or for, your yeah. life for your life. Mate, go food any day of the week. Just be naked. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let us hold wow. you, mate. Too much. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Rich. No, all good, mate. Uh, all good. Thanks uh, to Jack mm. for uh, mm. letting us have that material. Uh, Jack Ross. See you in the gulag, Jack. <laughs> cool. Uh, thanks, everyone. Kind of lost on my list here, but uh, one 
thing, I, I wanted to come to you, Hack, and just quickly talk about the house. For those who don't know, uh, Hack's the, the chair of the house. Um, he's put in some pretty cool things this year for club members and stuff, and just wanted to go to you and, and find out what's what, what can a club member or member of public expect uh, from the house this year? Oh, man, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, the list is, is never ended. We've got the, we've got the vintage arcade machine. How many, how many games on that machine? <sighs> Mate, 2,200. Well, that's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. All the vintage games are there, you know. Um, Gallagher? Gallagher's there. Mm. Double Dragon. Double Dragon. Streets Alex, of Fury. Kid, Mortal Sonic. Kombat. Alex Kidd. They're all there. Metal Slug. Um, NBA Jam, Crash Bandicoot, your favourite. More PlayStation. Crash Bandicoot's not on it. You've ruined the momentum we had. <laughs> two thousand, <coughs> two thousand games doesn't have Crash Bandicoot. Tekken, got Tekken. Oh yeah. Um, so that that's going off. We've got the we've got the beer pong setup that uh, TC and Ryan used uh, Saturday night. Um, and two cornhole um, tables. It's an American name. Yeah. It's, yeah. But that's all set up with the uh, with the bean bags ready to go. Um and yeah, this Saturday night <clears throat> we've got we've got three raffles going. Trying to trying to get get some heads through the door and and pump up for the season to come and, and hopefully everyone comes down and has a drink, especially now that hundred person limits um um finished. So come down, get a get a get a handle or a, a jug or a couple of long wires and um Support the club. His heat's on. Put his on the big screen. The, yeah, the Super Rugby kickoff. Mm. So a bit um, of a relaunch. We've branded it as a relaunch. Yes. Oh, have you? Oh, we cool. have, yeah. Relaunch. Uh, Eugene, are you coming down on Saturday? Actually, no. I can't make oh. it on Saturday. Um, Tumaluk, former Patoni player Tumaluk, has actually got his farewell party. So he's got a... Um, him and the family have decided to move up north to become farmers. Uh, so they bought a bit of land up there and, and nice farms. So they have run a farewell up in uh, Paraparumu. So, yeah, unfortunately, after the games, I'll be here at the, at the games, but unfortunately, can't stick around for too long. So uh, I know I'm leaning down, I'm doing a Jack Cross and letting the team down, but I will make up for it. It's I like promise. It's like you're still in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you're listening, Tama Luke, come and have you do at the club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd be more than welcome. Awesome. Yeah, so it's Tama's fault. Sweet. Well, this is kind of the, the main uh, chat for uh, this pod, guys. Um, talking about captains. Uh, and I guess we'll just start pretty general. Uh, I want to go around the table and whatever team you've played in, whatever sport you've played in, where a captain's being needed, kind of like, what do you look, in, what do you look for in a captain? Uh, is it more of a chatter or more by action or a bit of a mix? Uh, and I'll probably start with you, Is if that's all right. Kind of what, what you look into, um, what, what you're looking for in a captain, or maybe what have you seen from a captain that kind of interested you the most? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good one. I mean, uh, I've um, obviously in terms of sport, I you know sort of dabbled in um, you know, different sports here and there. Um, I, I guess you know when I was when I was growing up, I, I remember a quote from a long time ago that always stuck with me and something that I probably um you know if I if I'm involved with a, a team um that has a captain or if I see captains, you know, obviously um 
you know, the way that they look after their teams, whether it be, um, you know, in, in person or even just watching TV and, and, and watching, you know, some of my favourite teams and the way their captains um, ma- manage and handle their teams. Um, you know, the quote was, a good leader knows the way, goes away, shows away. Um, so that that's obviously someone that obviously, uh, you know, is, is able to communicate with their team and with the official. Um, but, but be able to be able to walk the talk and, and and obviously lead the way in terms of action, which, to be honest, I actually think the older I've got, action actually is probably the better quality of the two. So yeah, so that's probably just I guess for me anyway. I like that. What was that phrase again? Uh, a good leader knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. Mm, nice. That's good. Eh? Mm. Let's get that up on the gram. Mm. Uh, huge captaincy. What are you looking for? Uh, yeah, probably something that's, that's actions it. So you can have those captains that sort of stand up there and sort of tell everyone what to do and, and sort of can, can sort of preach it, but they don't really follow that. Um, so yeah, definitely by action, I think you tend to, tend to follow those guys more, um, guys that you go on the field and know that they'll do everything they can to, um, get the win or get the, the W and also off the field, making sure that all the, all the, uh, you know, teammates, are well looked after and, and taken care of as well and sort of setting that example. So, yeah, that's probably the quality is someone who actually sort of walked the, walked the talk. How old were you when... When was the first time that you kept in Patani? Uh, 2004. So I would have been about 21, I think. Cool. Did you captain at, at uh, Wanganui Collegiate? Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't Florence here, but what was no. it like kind of captaining a new bunch? Did, were you already kind of... In the, like a in a leadership role leading up to getting getting named captain. Um, you're talking for the prems. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, 2004 is actually my first full year in the prems. So um, I'd been behind um, Andy Parsons um, for a couple of years, and then sort of he, my second or third year at the club, he started getting a few injuries and sort of um, finished the season halfway through the year. So I I got the finally got the hooker spot, um, and then halfway through that year I sort of got. Um, Lardy, I think, was a coach, and he made me vice captain. Uh, Joe Collins was captain that year. What and, was uh, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the premier True. captain that year. Yeah, so I I went in as a vice captain for Joey um, to finish off that year, and then the following year, um, Lardy actually came up to me and asked me if I would be keen to take over full captaincy for that year in two thousand four. So, nice. um, so yeah, it was sort of a bit of a shock because I'd sort of been up and down from the prems to prem reserves as well. So. It was my first year as a full-time premier player as well as being obviously the captain as well, which was a bit of a, a step up. And especially with guys in the team that, you know, you looked up to and sort of looked after you when you first joined the club, like Joe and um, uh, Franny and all those sort of guys that were a lot older than me. It was pretty daunting, to be fair. Mm. Um, but it was also pretty cool because they had my back as well. So they were able to help me out in uh, quite a lot of those aspects of, of uh, the captaincy. So did you captain that 05? No, so so oh four I did, um, and then in oh five we got a change of coach, um, and the coach decided to go different direction, um, and got uh, put Bushy in as captain uh, for oh five oh six. Good leader as well, though. Very good leader, um, and someone else that you know probably what I spoke about before is someone that when you went on a field you know he's gonna give it his all and he'll he'll do anything he could to to win sometimes maybe do everything a bit too far as well. Um, wasn't, wasn't shy of a yellow card, was our bush. But um, yeah, a guy that you'll, you would definitely follow into battle every single, every single day. So now I'm more than, more than happy for, uh, for that to have happened. Nice, bro. Thanks for that. 
Uh, sorry, Hayden. Um, captaincy. What, what do you look for in a captain? Um, yeah, obviously they've got to, you know, lead from the front on the field. I, I like a captain too off the field who can really get the guys together, you know, sing a few, uh, sing a few jugs and, and have a real good culture off the field too. Mm. But yeah, you want a real batter on the field, you know, someone you want to go to war for. Yeah, I think that's it. I guess any team I've played in, uh, the good ones are kind of a mix of both. Uh, kind of verbally say the right things at the right time, and then just all action on the field. Eh? Nice boys. Um, so the next part was what's going on here? Other uh, other club captains around Wellington, and probably internationals um, that have impressed you. Uh, I want to start on this one and with an international captain. Uh, do you guys remember? Sure, it was a World Cup, yeah. It's at 2011. Tonga captain, Fino Maka. Was yeah. he captain then? Well, I don't know. I, I know who Fino Maka is. I don't know if he was captain, but yeah. Was that World Cup or just the... Oh, Could have been. Oh, I don't yeah. actually know. Um, no, I'm pretty sure it was him. He had Afro and the gloves on. Yeah. Bro, he was an absolute beast when he came out. I think that New Zealand game... Yeah, round one. Mm. That was it, mm. 2011. Yeah. yeah. Bro, he's just... The look on his face, um, the way he was throwing himself around on the field. You know, I remember texting one of the boys. I was like, mate, I'd probably be going to war any day, man. He's innocent. Um, Hayden, I'll, I'll bounce back to you. Any local Wellington club captains or international? Um, well, we've had far too much risen talk on these pods. <laughs> but, I, but Jace, I think, was a, was a great leader for, for Holden. Um, Jason, not Nick. <clears throat> Just Jace. Well, you know, both both could lead us. I'm going with Jace on this one, yeah. Nice. And, and, and on your 2011 World Cup thing, I'm going to throw in uh, a man who was in our bloke, XV, attractive man, uh, Thierry Dussetois. Mm. Also oh, a great leader, man. Yeah. Just the way he took France to the final. and Yeah, he, he was he was freakish. Especially that World Cup, because hey, they had a few bit of infighting. Didn't, didn't they sack the coach? During the World Cup, and well, they got pumped. Yeah, they still managed to bring play. it together and nearly yeah. won a World Cup. Was that a real thing, or do you reckon that was a ploy? No, that was real. That was real. Yeah. Was real. Uh, yeah. He was on your bloke team. He eh? was, yep, yep. Because I see you're blushing a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Six men. Baba. You, do you got any um, captains locally or internationally? Uh, yeah, locally, um, guys, I sort of. Um, Notice they were really good leaders. Uh, probably, obviously, might have uh, tossed a coin before a game with them, or um, and so you get a bit of a feel of how they sort of talk to the the team and um, the referee and things like that. Um, so there was a guy. Um, I don't know if any of you guys would know him, but is um, Craig Simeon. I don't know from Mary St. Pitts. Um, just had a really good way of talking to the referees, um, and it wasn't like uh, yes sir or thank you sir, but it's just the way that sort of Somehow put it on. So I remember going up against him and went into obviously rest called the two captains when there's been a bit of niggle or something like that. And just the way he sort of spoke to him, I was just like, wow, that's actually quite impressive. I'm, I'll give him credit for that. Um, so that was quite cool. Um, other captains, yeah, I quite liked seeing was um, P or uh, Mr. Poluni Mornanu um, from Pornicke. Very, very passionate. He actually um, 
got to see him in action playing Wellington Development with him as well, and he um, got to captain the game. And he is a very passionate speaker before the game. Like, if, if you know him off the field, a very softly spoken guy, but before a game, there's like there'll be a few the odd swear word. He'll start punching the roof, um, punching the walls, and just absolutely rip into it. So, um, and again, another guy that um, you'll just you know follow into battle. And um, I think that show now in his coaching as well is that the way he come in halfway through that year um, and just picked up Paul Nicky. Um, they Those guys just, they put him right on the pedestal over there, so they'll they'll do anything for him. So I think that's really paying dividends for his coaching as well. So, yeah, that's a couple of guys from local. Um, and international, um, you know, guys like John Eels, I used to love watching and, and captain. Um, mm. George Gregan as well is another one um, that was out there. And uh, John Smith from South Africa. Um, it's probably three international captains I, I quite liked uh, operating. Yeah, I remember um, Frank, when Franny played in the Sharks, eh? Sharks? Mm-hmm. He, uh, he had a few stories on John Schmidt when he come back. Good dude. Mm. Bit of a drinker. Won't go down that path, though. Um, Ezra, um, you, who are your captain's club in the international? That might be notable. Um, I like uh, Hack uh, mentioning Thierry uh, Um You know, obviously, I was, I was lucky to talk to, to work during that World Cup, and after the ABs played France in the pool game, uh, my equivalent for the French team, who was their team days and officer, was a guy named Joe Owena. So Joe's the brother of Ben, who played here at the club, and also an upper hut, and, and Jane. And um, as Joe and I were walking uh, back into the changing rooms, and we were just about to go our own way, and I said to Joe, oh, um, oh we'll, we'll catch up again, no doubt. And Joe goes, oh, we'll see in the final. And, um, and I sort of... I sort of said, oh, no, sweet, sounds good, sounds good. Also. And then he walked towards the change room and I walked towards ours. And as I was walking, I sort of had this smirk on my face to think, mate, after tonight, there's no way you guys are going to make the final. <laughs> and then obviously the following week, uh, they got knocked over by Tonga. And then they, they obviously they, they got through to the, the quarters, had second qualifier in our pool, um, one point ahead of Tonga. So, um, so, so they literally stuck through. I think they beat England in the quarter. And then Wales in the semi, and got to the final. What a ride, man! So, but I'm, I, but but I mentioned this to because clearly he was the guy that kept that bunch together because it was. I'm telling you, there was turbulence galore mm. in that French flight. I think Mark Lieberman was the coach, mm. and everyone wanted his head. The players were doing their own thing, so Dusetwa kept that group together and almost got over the line. So. Do so quite different in terms of international captains, mm. and I've never been so pumped up by a group of men holding hands before. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that was that was awesome. That uh, I'm not flying a wedge, but that arrow, the flying V, I thought, yeah, mighty v. ducks influenced. Yeah. yeah, so um, yeah, so do so twice. In terms of locally, um, Peter Henry, who I've mentioned yep. before Andrew, in our yep. um, our chat, um, I've obviously never seen him in action in terms of in the changing room, but they watched him on the field, and he just he just oozes mana. Mm. Um, just the way that he leads that Ori's team, you know, can slow down the game if need be, and just you know keep it uh, keep it up uh, up front and, and keep it tight. Or if he needs to get the message to go out wide, so they're pretty lethal. So um, Fitu and I've, I've heard him speak at post matches. It's it's uh, it's absolute mm. gold. So yeah. if you get a chance to, to hear the man speak, um, yeah, make sure you take take the, or make the most of that opportunity. Um, and the last cool. guy I mentioned, TJ Piranara. So. Oh, you guys would have seen the way that he um, he communicated with that Australian ref Angus 
Gardner, Gardner. Angus Gardner in that game. I think with the Hurricanes um, might have taken a quick tap. Uh, Gardner ended up giving the scrum to the other team, but TJ actually knew the rules better than the ref did, yeah. um, and was able to get that point across. And that was great. That was great TV. That was great uh, mm. viewing. So uh, I reckon I reckon he's grown a lot as a leader as well. Mm. Like um, early on, he was one of those halves that used to yell at the ref, mm. but probably realised it's not the best way to go and kind of grew. Um, I want to throw out a couple of names locally uh, from Wanui, Greg Lelofi. Um, I used to work with him uh, and I'd never seen him play before. I just you know, heard he was the man uh, and then he was captain. And I've seen him play, bro, and he was similar to, to Finau Marker where he'd kind of throw himself around. He's quite he's real emotional and passionate on the field as well. Um, but you can tell that there's other boys around Wanui followed him around. And then I guess locally here at the village, uh, have to acknowledge uh, Colsey. Like, oh yeah, Colsey picked up that award. Um, was it last year? Um, Wellington Captain of the Year or, or something like that. But bro, just seeing him um, being, being a coach of that team last year, just seeing the way he operated and he's always calm, um, always kind of spoke on a level to the boys, and they listened as well. Kind of, it was awesome. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. We're doing on, club, um, club calls. Yeah. Touching on what you said about. <laughs> The, the mana. I remember on one occasion Tana played a game at Nienville against OBU and I just, I'd, I'd played the game before and I was on the bench and I didn't get on. But just, um, whenever Tana opened his mouth, eh, everyone, like, it's like you could hear a pin drop. Mm. Everyone listened. Just, yeah, the mana was yeah. insane. Yeah. And I had some other guys that, huge, you mentioned um, the, the bloke who was real courteous, um, Mike Tregaskis for me. Like just a maniac, a maniac in like in general. I, I reckon Mike Trigaskis is his tank for you, <laughs> maybe, and, and Gucci for you. Yeah, <laughs> but like honestly, Mike general play, he's just flying around, he's just bouncing off guys' knees, and and then and then just real courteous and polite with the referees. Always got them on side, um, and and yeah, I, I, I my list here too. I had. As a guy who grew up in Batoni, to be captained by guys like Huge and, and Bushy and Mutz was, was just, yeah, awesome. Yeah, pretty good run of captains, Batoni had, eh? Uh, which probably brings us to our um, next. Keith Wood, uh, too. Sorry, I'll stop you there. Keith Wood. <laughs> Irish Keith Wood. Ollie Brown, Paul Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is we'll, we'll have a quick look at our prominent kind of Patoni uh, or notable Patoni captains. Um, you can go as far back as you can remember. Uh, you, you might be able to go right back with captains you played. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll go around the table and see what names you throw out before I throw out mine. I'll, actually, I'll throw mine out now. And Andy Leslie, oh. I'm sure, I'm sure he's a captain. Just grab a nice easy one there. Being the host, I can do that, uh, and I'll probably come back. Uh, right, we'll go to Is this time. Are we just going one for one? Like, one yeah, we'll go yeah. one for one uh, then. Yeah, okay. name a prominent Patani captain and what you liked about uh, him or her. Okay, um, well, I'm going to go back to '92. Oh, um, so that year, uh, Patani did the double, the Swindale and the Jubilee Cup, and the captain at the time was Nile Parata, who um, was in the midfield. Um, so you know, so I was as a kid growing up. Um, I used to obviously get down to the wreck when I could and, and had a whole heap of 
favourite players in idols at the time that running around the Premier Jersey and Nida was one of them. Um, and so Nida had a pretty distinguished career in the in the police, I think down in Blenheim maybe, or Nelson, Blenheim. Um, yeah, so he he was a guy I used to love watching running around and um, and, and obviously to, you know, if, if your team can go back to back um, during the year, then clearly um, you're, captain, you're a captain of note. So you've obviously done the job there. So yeah, Nida would be one that I would... Um, Thanks, yeah. Well, thanks, Is uh, Henry. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll go off someone I was captain by. Um, not not a lot. He'd done a lot of his captaincy before I came, but I had, um, you know, I was fortunate to be able to be captain by him for a little bit before he shot off. And now is uh, Chris Hammett, mm. um, obviously captain two thousand Jubilee Cup winning team. Um, but yeah, just someone probably speaking of that money they had a, a huge huge man. Really big towering man, but when he spoke, um, yeah, he's one of those guys that you just listen to um, because you know what he said. He'll follow up. So yeah, I'll go uh, Chris Hammett. Nice bro, that is mad, Chris Hammett. Uh, Heck, you got anyone? Uh, I've got a few. I've got. I've got I had um, mighty Prem Reserves uh, championship winning team, Jason Farley. I can't remember the year, but just one of my favourite years of rugby. He was a great captain. He led on and off the field. Yeah. He was, his knees were a bit old then, but he still had it. Wicked. And during my research, actually, can I, can I chuck one more in there? Or? Yeah, get in there. <laughs> um, I had someone named Hercules Wright. What year? Or was that not good enough research? Um, on to you, Fridge. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. Uh, I'm going to go with a pretty easy one uh, in Tim Minnex. Uh, obviously, my knowledge goes back a limited way, but I remember guys that were kind of running around and that were kind of good leaders when I was running around as a kid. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was the captain, eh? Surely. Am I a bit nice here? <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm, 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 I'm going I'm to ride that. I know Tim listens to our pods and, and the stuff, so correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody that's listening, I want to go Tim Mannix, your leader's leader. Um, I'm going to um, mention Matiaki, Kafatulu. Um, I've, I've been fortunate over my time, um, you know, um, with the with the Prems over the last sort of eight season months has um, been the captain sort of on and off, um, either due to injury or unavailability with... Uh, with rep footy um, or travel, but I actually remember one game uh, in particular. There was a McBain, and um, I just love the way Mutz goes about um, his pre-game prep um, and just the way that he speaks to the players. But uh, we were we were preparing to host Huddle Boys uh, on the number one. It might have been back around. It would have been four or five years ago. But anyway, Chase Tiatia was. Um, a schoolboy star, and was carving up uh, Wellington Secret Schools rugby for Silverstream. Um, started at Huddle High, and then um, I think had three or four years at, at Stream. Um, and his last year at Stream was just, yeah, was just an absolute um, superstar. Came to Hut with a massive uh, rep, and it would have been only two or three games into the season. And uh, Chase was running out ten for Hut, and Mutz actually took it upon himself to make sure that um, Chase was going to understand the. Uh, the, the step between school and club rugby was um, was probably a wee bit bigger than um, than some schoolboys might have thought. 
Um, and so Mutz at seven, um, basically the first 15 minutes, um, Chase probably got Mutz before he got the ball from, from, uh, from, from halfback. So uh, for the last, yeah, half, uh, well, 60 minutes, Chase had to move to 15. And they moved, I think it might have been Glenn Walters to, to 10. Um, so that was Mutz really, I guess, um, I guess in, in implementing a plan that he had in, in terms of the lead. Um, our boys as well as he can, and that was to obviously pinpoint pretty key player mm. in the opposition, which happened to be Chase that day. And I can't remember. I think we did get up that day. Yeah, we did. I think we did. Yeah. Mm. So, um, and I think if we if we look back now, um, I think we owe a lot of um, of that that win that day to uh, to what Mutz did. Yeah, changed the game there. And um, there's not many more prominent players in a McBain game. Then Mutt's kind of over the last five years, eh? mm-hmm. like um, I mean, there's heaps of notable uh, performances and things like that. Finney's three tries on debut mm-hmm. um, to 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 win the game as well. But when you think about McBain, I always remember like Mutt's running from the back fence, mm-hmm. breaking through. Um, yeah, you loved that kick, those kick returns. Yeah, yeah, he was winding up. He was from Jackson Street, yeah, from the playground. Yeah, yeah. and he'd done that two years in a row as well. I remember that. It was an epic uh, time. Um, yeah, I know. I, I do remember though that he um, done that and he just ran through the whole team, and then he tried it against North. I think later on that year, it got absolutely hammered, <laughs> and I think he got injured, and that and there was a season might have been done. But um, you know, that day though it was amazing. Nice shout out to Max, product of uh, St Bernard's College and Tiote. And Tiote. Um, you got another captain, Huge? Yeah, yeah. So um, one I'll put out there, and it might be a bit surprising, but um, Thomas Tapuva, uh, <laughs> who actually... Probably, <laughs> that was a bit of a joke, but he, he, actually, he did actually um, captain the game. And I remember, I think, I can't remember who it was. There was um, the captain, but they were injured and out. And, How much talk um, did he do? Oh, none. <laughs> it was, um, And he made him captain, and they sort of, they sat down, and he sort of done his pre-match uh, chat. And he's just sort of said, you guys know me. I'm not going to talk much. Um, when we get penalties, the kicker's going to decide if they kick the goal or not. And, yeah, that'll be me. And that was pretty much the extent of his talking that day. So he did captain. I think it might only be once or twice, but he wasn't there. But, no, I was going to say and go back to who I spoke about before, but that was Bushy, um, a captain who I like um, playing under. He's probably the epitome, of again, of someone that um, leads on the field and off the field. Um, I mean, his spit roast that he used to put on for the boys was out of this world. Um, yeah, and just, just you know, everyone knows Bushy. He enjoys a, enjoys a beer with the lads and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, hanging out at club rooms and putting it off the field as much as he does on the field. So, yeah, I'll give, give Bush that shout out there. Goes good in town too, Bush. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Nice, uh, Heck. I had, um, I had Ken Gray. Done a lot of reading. I'd love to see some tape. Um, but I've done a lot of reading on him. Freakish strengths, apparently. And just, yeah, good skills for the era. Uh, he was here all around, apparently. Mm. Did you, have you guys, or I don't know if I've said it on the sail trip before, but, and it's, whether it's myth or, or real, but I heard a story about how there was a bit of a fisticuffs in a game and he literally grabbed a guy's um, jaw and cracked his jaw with his own bare hands. Um, well, sounds very much like a myth, um, but, you know, I love, I love a myth. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Um, do, you, do you have a, a full list of captains? This I've got a question. It was, was Matt Love a captain? Matt Love. Maori All Black. Matt Love. 
in the club? I was, I, I, just a question. I, was, I didn't know whether he was captain or not. I'm not sure. Is, this, is it Matt Love? Yeah. Not sure. Throw him out there. I've thrown him out there. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. Uh, tables open. Uh, any any other captains you want to mention? I'll I'll go ahead and, and just say uh, Rampage Adams, Jared. Yeah. I know he's new, and I know it's probably his first season. Well, by his own standards, he, he might not have been happy with um, some of his captaincy or uh, his game. But um, I could, like I'm big on players growing, eh? And you can see them grow. And as a leader, I definitely think he, he's growing. He's leading from the front. He's more vocal. Um, he's encouraging. He's just real quality chat at a rampage. Uh, you know what else? Mm. Yeah, another one I wanted to throw was Josh Hurstjet, actually. Um, mm. He captained a year or two, maybe, I think. Um, but, yeah, he was just uh, pretty unassuming. But, mate, when, when, when he crossed that white line, he was he was right into it. And I remember one game, actually, we played Warriors, and Hardy was at eight Warriors, and... Um, we all know how good Artie is, but his effectiveness was nullified a lot by Hutt that day. Um, Josh stood up and held his own. And, um, you know, and at times, out Sean is obviously a more revered um, opponent. But, um, yeah, I think Hutt deserves a mention. And, and younger brother, Crazy, who um, mm. has kept him on occasions mm. as well. Yeah. And I believe uh, Josh is the better-looking brother? He's the best-looking of the yeah. three, yeah. No, it's crazy. debatable. It's debatable. On you, Jonesy. Don't worry about that receiver, Jonesy. You're my number one. <laughs> Any other captains out there, boys? Uh, yeah, some other captains I'll sort of just throw out there that I've um, they've kept in the team since I've been at Petone. Um, so, yeah, Franny, Dan Franny was there. Um, he kept it for a wee bit. Joe Collins, um, he kept it for, for a year. And he was, he was really good. One of those guys, again, that didn't really say much, but um, led by his actions and, and was real good amongst the boys, as, as we all know, um, off the field. Um, pretty sure Perry Gordon, we spoke about him earlier. Um, P-Man. Perry, he, he captained the team for a, a couple of times as well. Um, that one year where we had about five captains throughout the year, I think it was Rampage, Mutz, Crazy, and Marcus. Marcus, Marcus <laughs> yeah. Rule. Which, funnily enough, I still believe he's undefeated, isn't he, Marcus Rule? Yeah. Because he might have come in late. It was that Hardham Cup. Hardham Cup final. And yeah. I'm pretty sure he captained about three or four games, and all of them were undefeated. So Raised the trophy. 100%. 100% uh, record for Marcus Royal. So, you know, there's an option um, for Yapper if he even needs it going forward. Um, yeah, so so some good quality um, captains that I've, uh, yeah, I've seen in, in action since I've been at, at with my time at Tony. Yeah, and I suppose we, we, we should mention uh, Eugene Smith as a former Patani captain. Over 200 games, product of Wanganui Collegiate. Product of the Wanganui Collegiate system. <laughs> So yeah, shout out, shout out to all those captains. Um, wanted to, I'm, I'm just going to ask you for the next question, boys, and it's just one person I want you to name. Um, just a villager you like looked up to growing up, or someone that looked up to you, or kind of played that kind of role. Have a quick think on that, boys, and uh, I might throw to uh, yeah, heck, heck's ready. Um, yeah, like like, I, like like you all know, I grew up in Batani on 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 here at Tonga Street. Down there, and um, the Leslies lived just down the road. So um, Marty would always say hi when he when he went past. He was one of my favourite players back then too, being a, a young flanker. And, and he was he had some years there, man, where he was awesome at, at, at Lions and Super Rugby level. 
and his battles with Josh Cromfield and that were were, were awesome. And he, yeah, he was always one of my Absolute my favourites. Yeah. yeah. Uh, huge. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to cheat and get name two guys because it was hard to separate. But um, yeah, a couple of guys that sort of took me under their wings when I first joined the club, and I've spoken about it before with um quite a lot of the boys like the Collins boys and all that that sort of looked after me. But um, one guy in particular was uh, Lotu Filimu, who, um, you know, he'll, he'll come, he'll drop me off at the hostel. I was living in the city. He'll come pick me up from the hostel, hostel some nights and take me into town and just, yeah, show me the ways in, on uh, Courtney Place. And, um, yeah, I didn't have to spend too much what, money. What and, ways were they? Oh, you know, just, you know, making sure I took, uh, looked after myself all right. Um, but, yeah, and he, he was someone that sort of helped me out. Even at the rugby club, sort of, he'll just grab me and, and we'll go. Um, yeah, just help help me out when I was new to the club um, and look after me. And the other one was Tanker. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <I'd, laughs> he he's punched him. But no, no, I'll go off um, another prop this time and Glenn Jeffer. Um, oh nice. Yeah, so he he was actually really good. He used to um, give me rides into training as well because um, he used to live in the city. So he used to pick me up, take me to training, take me home. Um, and even even in the club, I and I, it's one story I remember when I was eighteen um, year old at the club. And I was just sort of sitting there and being a you know poor student and stuff like that. I'll be just sitting there and didn't didn't have any drinks or anything like that. And he sort of seen it and he come over and just put a jug in front of my uh, in front of me and just goes, "Here you go, mate." I said, "Oh no, mate, it's all right. You know, I don't want to take anything from you." And he goes, "No, mate. All, all you have to think about is, um, you know, if you ever see this again in the future, that you'll do this to someone else as well." And um, I still haven't done that yet, but um, you know, yeah, I'll get right. around. The amount of times <laughs> I've sat down. <laughs> Nah, but yeah, someone like that and someone that sort of taught me some um, sort of good lessons um, in life as well. So yeah, Jabbo and Lots would be my two. Nice, good names. Uh, Big Easy? Um, yeah, I'm, gee, um, I guess one guy I remember that's still around is Murray Blanford. Um, oh, uh, So I used to, yeah, I, I mean, obviously as a, as a Tony Jr., um, you know, you sleep in your kit on Friday night, you play your game and then you'd... Four and a half hours, you just hang around kicking the ball at the rec with a few teammates to wait till the, the premiums ran out. And, and Muzzle was running around on the team back in those days. Um, you know, the likes of Greeny, Nida, as I alluded to earlier, Matt Lee, Mike Clamp, um, Lawrence Alana was obviously someone that played in the position that I played in. So Lawrence Alana was someone I, I, I never got to meet, but someone I really looked up to and enjoyed watching play. So, and, and you know, now, you know, we're looking 20, 25 years later, Muzz is still around, still giving to the club, but obviously. Um, you know, and, and, and has held a lot of different roles. And, you know, he's the guy that's going to be there in his apron at the barbecue, um, you know, mm. sizzling sausages while the guys are out having a run and, you know, getting some mahi in. So, um, yeah, Muzz obviously gets a mention. Um, and, and someone, I guess, one of my peers is probably Dan Ferrani. Um, mm. Dan's, a, you know, one of my best mates. We've grown up together in a whole range of different um, areas, you know, through church and rugby and, and just the boys in general. And, um, I got to play with Dan for a season in the 19s and, you know, we spoke about guys that you, you know, that, that like you spoke about Fino Maka, but a guy that you just want to get behind and have lead you would, um, Dan would be, uh, Dan would be my man. So love that year. It was so many years ago, but still look back fondly on that. So Dan was, you know, obviously a really good mate, but someone that, that, you know, in those days just bled blue, um, so yeah, so uh, so Dan and Muzzer for me. Nice. We we got to get Muzzer on, eh? Yeah, easily. Yeah, good yarns. Yeah, I reckon two weeks time get Muzz on. Yeah, sure. Drop him a message. Uh, I'd just love to hear about his stories. 
I said so many. He's still got his Wellington socks. Does he? Yeah, his plain ones. His, oh, good. his uh, woolly ones. Um, so we'll get him on. Go up to the. Um, But yeah, just on the back of what these were saying there, there's got kind of a group of boys there for me. Franny was definitely one of them that I got to look up to. Um, Kind of, my brother was a victim of having to take me around with him uh, everywhere on on mum's instructions, and so I got got to look up to guys like Franny, George Potor, Vai Puni Vai. Probably, yeah, those are the main three. Mm. Or Chris Anderson or Gooba. Mm. Um, but yeah, George, George and Vi, especially, they, they, used to, they used to play um, at one point or another with uh, Kimbo. So I got to spend a lot of time with them. They'd always look after me. And uh, there's not many guys that have, have the um, Tony logo tattooed on them. Hey, George Potter was definitely one of them. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Have you got it, Huge? No, no, not yet. I'm pretty keen to, though. Shall we? Packed? Saddle chat? At some point. Tony emblem of saddle chat? It's got, to be, it's got to be on the chest, doesn't it? Where the logo would sit with the jersey on. Oh, it's on his arm. Oh, yeah. But yeah, he's one of the few. Let us know. Drop us a message if, if you know anyone else has the Batani logo out there. Tattooed on them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I could be, uh, my arm could be pulled. Not a big tattoo guy, but. If I was going to get one, that that's probably it. Hmm. I had a few more names too, Rich. Can I can I chuck a couple more in before? Yeah, go. I had Rog. We haven't mentioned Rog. Yeah, he'll be a captain in the captain's group. He as should well. have been in the yeah. captain's group too. Yeah, he he looked after me when I first started playing my. And and Tui Bradbrook, he was another guy who who looked out for me and probably hard done by not to be in the uh, sexiest platoon team <laughs> of all time. Hmm. In his day. Yeah. Um... Rog, it was cool to see him still playing when, on your debut game. It was quite buzzy. Yeah. And another guy I had was, uh, you'll love this, Bridge. I had Gooch. Great, great tour captain of the uh, Waikiki trip. Well appointed. My ties. Gucci. Gucci, yeah. Great guy. Eh? Yeah. Great guy. Shout up, out, Gooch. Up the tank. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on, guys. I know we might be running a bit long now after being worried about. <laughs> Going too short, so uh, we'll do a couple more topics and then we'll, then we'll end it. Um, what's your favorite club nights? Favorite club nights, like we've had some hisses here, man. It's real good nights, um, or days, or both days that lead into nights and nights that lead into days. Uh, heck, give me one, your favorite. Uh, I've got a few, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. My the Saxons Championship year. Yeah, it wasn't a night. I mean, we were still we were still over at the long room at the grandstand on Wednesday afternoon. So she was a good sesh. Nice. Yeah, that's my first one. Yeah, and I think there was um, what the Saxons one out of seven attempts was it? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Shout out to the Saxons. Uh, <laughs> I just I'll stop you there. I'll stop you there, Fridge, and I'll just if I remind you of the how the Saxons beat the brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I stand reminded. Uh, I did come up and have a beer with you guys uh, that Sunday. Pretty good faith. Top bloke. Yeah. It really was after that dude. Uh, no. That's what I liked. Um, little sidetrack here. And that, that Michael Jordan doco. When he lost to those Detroit teams and the Celtics. And he'd go and shake the hands when he came back. That Orlando year he lost. He always shook the hands when he lost. He wasn't like a... Did you, know, you, did you find it weird though? That they were waiting for him outside his changing room? 
and he was in there like smoking a cigar, chewing the fat. And then when he walk out there, like calm alone, and that the other guy was just waiting out there for him, shook his hand, and then they just walked off. I think that no, they were doing interviews. But that that the bad boy Detroit team not shaking his hand and walking out before mm. the game is finished. So. Disgusting. Sorry, Thomas. But Lambert, yeah, one of my favourites. Mm. Uh, huge. Uh, yeah, probably similar vein um, was the 05 Jubilee Cup um, winning night. That was amazing. Like it's a night that will stick with me for a long time. It was it was just an awesome awesome day around. Like, obviously winning the Jubilee Cup, and then when you arrived at the club rooms and. Um, it's just absolutely packed and then had a few boys um, start doing the club song at the time which is a bit different than now and <laughs> has a few different words um, <laughs> that's probably not repeatable on the settle chat um, but that, that was just rung out in the whole team and, and some of the supporters and that sung it out and it was just a, a big big night and just sort of yeah, You couldn't sing that today eh? Nah, nah, it's probably different, eh? out there, yeah. um, Enjoyed it though, it was actually a good it was good fun singing it, but yeah, nowadays you probably couldn't. Um, but yeah, that that was absolutely outstanding that night, and even kicking on to the next day in the morning, just being um, the I think it was a Monday session because we had the Sunday. Um, but yeah, that, that was a, a very memorable night, mate. When I was in primary school, that song mm. I taught it to my friends at primary school at Wolford School, bro, <laughs> and we used to do it at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. What the boy? Yeah. <laughs> um. Mate, it's hard to go past. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to wind the clock back to 2010. Uh, first year of the Brotherhood. Um, naturally, we, we had a pretty good response in terms of playing numbers. And um, as much as we had a great response with playing numbers, and, and you know, sometimes on Saturdays, so I'll tell you my run sheet, <laughs> we were getting away with running 30 players on a Saturday. It was ridiculous. We were, we'd have our 22. And would have other guys stripped in jerseys or at least shorts and socks scattered around the ground. And um, and then we'd just, as guys would come off after their, after halftime or 60 minutes, and we'd basically get them to basically walk over to some other guy and take the jersey off. And then they stay there and the other guy comes sits on the bench and we run them on. So um, we were refs. We're, yeah, we were, we were, yeah. So anyway, don't know how I feel about that either. Yeah, well, you know, look, mate, it's ten you years ago. Stickler for the rules. Yeah. Um, so as much as as much as we were blessed with having great numbers, it was a struggle and a half to get subs out of these boys. Um, so uh, so at the time, uh, Tumanu Mata was our head coach and assisted by Brian Paitili, and the three of us were emailing around over a number of weeks, and we were getting a bit of pressure from the club. You guys need to pay your subs. So we thought, mate, we've got to throw a party. We've got to throw a party. And we'll just say to the club, I know you need the subs by this date, but can you give us another couple of weeks and we'll run the biggest party this club's ever seen and pay our subs off in one hit. Uh, we ran the first blue and white party, 2010. There probably would have been about 400 people there. It was standing room only. Uh, we had Brownhill uh, performing, at, uh, oh, provided the entertainment. I look back now, I remember partway through a song that I wasn't involved, I, I snuck upstairs and then took a photo and I, I swear it was standing room only. It was just, it was unreal. Anyway, uh, at the end of the night, everyone parted and I sat down with Brian Fatilli and we literally counted the money and I think we needed, I don't know, three and a half K to cover on subs. We had three and a half K in cash 
and we um, we literally wiped off the team subs that night at about 1.30 in the morning. But that night will go down as, um, as one of the best. Um, so look back very fondly on that. Yeah, nice. good night too. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I remember some of those um, blue and white parties, though. They were some, yeah, pretty good. Shindukes. Had some good ones over yeah. there. So. Yeah, those early brotherhood ones were something else. Yeah. yeah. Not often you see that many girls at the club rooms either. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a few more here, Fridge, if you don't mind me. I'll just cut in before my first one yet. Yeah, you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 there I'll, you go. I'll go um, well, I, obviously, I had the, the, the 125th. Julie yeah, in the green room. Oh, yeah. That was That's pretty good. messy. That was good. Looking forward to the uh, 150th in 2035. Yeah. Um, the Ponies have had some awesome nights the last few years. Yeah. Um, good fundraisers. You guys remember the, the back-to-school nights we yep. had? They were quite good. Get the old uniform back on. Maybe we could, we could bring that back. Um, and the, the, the Ed Cheney championships kind of blur into, into one. They were pretty they – got, they got real gross. I think I actually vomited in the green room one time. Don't tell Gus. Um, the under-19, the bus trips. I don't know why, for some reason, the under-19s, we got to play Pioneer and East Coast, Ekerahuna. We'd go on these awesome bus trips, man. It was such fun. I don't know why that doesn't happen anymore and there's no under-19s, great, which is a shame, but they were just, they were the best times. And, I, I, and one, Saxon's, one Saxon's weekend, Tiho just picked us up in a van pretty weird but ended up being a great night we just cruised around nice said to, said to name one he's gone and named ten guys <laughs> well yeah it's in my head it was hot no nice that was all good uh for me i'm gonna reach back to 2013 uh, and it wasn't a party or anything like that but it was the year that the brotherhood picked up the jdr first round and then met after our game, early game, we went out to Ori's to watch the Prems play. And then we were all on the bus on our back to, what's that place we had a feed out of Mur- Gasworks? Mm-hmm. Quick feed in the beer at Gasworks and then back here. And it started off quite mellow. Um, and then the guitars came out. And then for some reason, like, the, there must have been about 40, 50 of us maybe. And we just split into three teams. And that's where the... Um, the song battle started, eh? Axe on the guitar, and it was kind of all just bouncing song to song to song for each team. That was probably one of the better nights for me. It was, mm. a, it was a wicked as night, eh? Mm. And good to mix in with um, the other teams as well. That was good. Nice. Yeah. Quite like the, um, I don't know if you remember them, but the uh, island nights as well. Mm. There was a few island nights when um, I think Mutz would bring in the carver bowl and yeah. you know, get in there and have, pass around the carvers, and that was a pretty good night bring as well. Bring that back. Yeah. Yeah, some some of the good nights for me, I know, well, it's like um, double, I th- I double denim parties, mm. yeah, clothes, we? Mm. But all the parties are cool. I think we might have discussed this on an earlier pod where, like, you come down on a sad day and you're just drinking, and people start disappearing, and then by the end of the night, or around nine o'clock, there's probably a solid eight of years left around the table, but it's the most random group. Mm. But you still have a real awesome yeah, night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, th- th- this is I'm just. Winding back to a night that didn't necessarily start at the club, but it was involving the Tony guys. It was a party at Dunner's place where he used to live in Waifatu. Um And Bessie, um, God rest your soul, Bessie, um, Utah. Utah, uh, used to used to be a career driver. And um, I was the only one at this party of, you know, about 15 guys that 
that didn't drink and wasn't drinking. And uh, Tana said, mate, we're all going to town. Here's your driving. Threw me the keys. This is van keys. I thought, oh, okay, we're going to town. So I jumped to the van. And um, so Tana was there, Colton, Nana, Alex, Talia, Bessie uh, was there, Manuel Seppert. Just a whole range of club guys. Um, we went and parked up at Courtney Place and we worked our way backwards. And we didn't have to queue anywhere <laughs> at all. Tana was leading the pack and uh, straight to the front of the line. Straight in the club, didn't have to pay for a drink. Just one of those awesome nights that was just mm. completely unplanned. Um, and uh, and just a whole host of villages. And mm. yeah, uh, and 7 30 that morning, I think we left and we walked out of X, um, X Space, the backpackers, oh, yeah. which is up until midday. 7 30 in the morning, walked out, it was, um, yeah, sun was, was, uh, was up. And yeah, we were, yeah, Sunday morning, I was getting home and about 15 drop-offs on the way back to the hunt. <laughs> Good night. Nice. Yeah, ra- randoms are the best, day. Eh? Oh, yeah. Good nights. Hopefully, hopefully have a, a good random night this Saturday down here yeah. for the relaunch of uh, the season. Yeah, yeah. Kicks yeah. off 5pm, don't be late. First raffle. PM, these raffles on, buy a drink, and you're, you're in a raffle. Buy two drinks, you're and you're probably in a raffle. Yeah. Two, two of them, maybe. We've got uh, Crayfish and Power, donated by, by Power. Um, some stage, at some stage, yeah. We will uh, have something. Yep. Um, cool. Yeah. No, it's going to be a good night. And and just to watch some rugby again on the big screen, I'm I'm, I'm pumped about. Yeah. Also about <laughs> the, the big night chat. I remember like there was a five year stretch in the mid 2010s where you'd walk into Edison's, and the whole club would be in there. Yeah. It was filthy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> right, guys. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to skip the, the Swindale draw and the women's draw, and we'll cover that next week prior to round one. Good idea. Seems like a, a good good thing to do. But um, does anyone have the draw for the Super Rugby this weekend? There's only two games. There's okay. only two games. Yep. So that would be the Blues and Canes. Well, yeah. Chiefs Highlanders. Chiefs Highlanders on Saturday. Chiefs Highlanders. Blues Canes Sunday. What are your picks? Uh, huge. Uh, yeah, so I am going to do the Chiefs or get up in their game. And I think, oh, yeah, Blues Highland, uh, Blues Hurricanes, tricky one, I think. Bowden Barrett, I'm assuming, is going to be starting. Is Geordie out? I think Geordie's out. Yeah, I think there was word that Geordie was out as well. Um, Scared. Blues were going pretty good pre... Well, they both were going pretty good pre-lockdown um, as well. So, it's going to be a close one. But I'll, I'll stay low. I'll stay off Hurricanes. So, Hurricanes Chiefs for me. Yeah. Uh, Israel? Uh, yeah, mate. I'm, I'm only looking at Sunday game. Chiefs Islanders. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, to be honest. But, um, so, but I'll go Chiefs. And um, Highlanders Blues. Uh, sorry, Hurricanes Blues. Um Definitely the Canes. Um, I'm still still a bit filthy with uh, Bodie having hit and all. Mm. Same. And you know, I mean, what's the point? Well, what you know, as a as a Canes fan, there'd be there be thousands of Canes fans out there, very disenchanted at the moment mm. um, with seeing Bodie move north. Mate, it is it is what it is. You know, um, he's obviously uh, married now and starting a family and. Um, and heading north was obviously uh, his home for his his wife. Mm. Um, so that that obviously 
is a factor that he's, he's obviously taken into account. So that's fair enough. And suited the Canes really well. But yeah, obviously, obviously pretty gutted he's, he's headed north. But I think that's going to be enough to uh, fire our boys up. And, um, and I think we'll, we'll get some retribution after the circus that was back at, at the stadium when we um, when Torrell Lomax was red-carded and mm. about 15 other Canes were yellow-carded. Yeah. We could have had a dynasty, Bowden. Yeah. Someone, surely someone clocks him. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't no, yeah. I mean, legally. I mean, legally. Sure, I mean, I, I reckon Dane Coles, he's, he's not happy. I oh, think Dane, Dane, if there was someone that would clock him, it probably would be Dane. Yeah, and I, and I think Nani's going to be running down that channel oh, yeah. all day. Do we think he, DC he, might play? No, it might be a bit early for him. A bit early, yeah. 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 But I hope he does. Mm. Um, yeah, because you, you know he's going to be running that line. Oh, yeah. Old Bodie. So if he runs down the uh, Lomapi's channel, yeah, he won't be any good. Um, what are your picks? I've got, I've got Chiefs 13 plus. Oh, we're going, yep. I think they, yeah, I think they, um, they hoon home. And I've got a bit of money riding on that. So, and um, I think I'm going with Canes twelve and under. Yeah, I might just put it out there and say the Blues haven't got it together yet. And I'm going Canes thirteen plus. Ooh, yeah. There's no gel there. Yeah. They don't have the gel. There's some good money on Canes thirteen plus. You should get on that. Oh well. So Canes, and then uh, I'll probably just back my mate Liam Messam. Uh, and back him of the Chiefs, <laughs> mate. Yeah. It's my guy. Speaking of guys that are sort of returning back, like DC, but it'd be interesting to see if he plays how Nihi Milne goes for the Islanders as well. I think uh, you sort of hope that he does well because oh, yeah, yeah. he's had a bit of a uh, bad, bad luck with his injuries. So again, another one that's left our beloved Hurricanes um, to go elsewhere. But um, you know, you hope that he goes well. But, uh, I heard is Jules back yet? Severe? Oh, I don't know. Here's uh, just something <laughs> off the cuff, guys. Just want to test your knowledge. Um, the first New Zealand player to represent all five Ooh. super clubs. And I'll give you 60 seconds. Cool. Just throw names at me. Uh, I know no, Tamari Allison played for a lot. Yeah, no. Oh, man. Oh, Dougie. Oh, it's only one person. Mm. With oh, one of those man. teams, I think he he probably didn't take the field, but he was called in. Yeah. But technically, he's actually represented. Oh, all I know there's that guy that, that, but he, I don't know if he played for all New Zealand teams, but he played for a couple of that Ross Gildon has. Mm. He mm. played for a lot of, a, a couple yeah. of South African teams. Is it him? No. No. Is it the, is is it, is it the, it's the yeah. halfback? Halfback? Oh, no, no. no. Oh, what no. position? Give us a midfielder. Not, not What's the halfback from North Harbour? That's who I was thinking of. Smiley? Mm. Yeah, close. That's who I was thinking of. He might have had He's played for three. Mm. Midfielder. Midfielder. Got a 20 seconds for us. Mark Randy. No. Pretty aggressive. I like Mark Randy. I know you're not a fan of his, but um, no. I thought he was all right. You've got to feed the ball. You've got to get it out. <laughs> oh, I don't know. He's, I think you got us there. Give us... Um, Give us the province he played for. County of Monica. Gus Ledger. No. Oh. Oh, George Lapipe. Yes. <laughs> Georgie. Oh. Georgie. There you go. There's a, 
Wow. Here's a little, what do you call them? Pub quiz, not pub quiz. Yeah, so just that's a, a great one. Yes, beast of a runner. Yeah. So when I, when I obviously, when Super, 12, when Super 12 started, it was actually something that I thought, mate, I wonder who's going to be the first guy to play for all our five, mm. you know? And I just sort of kept it in the back of my mind and then worked out that George was the... There's a few that have played probably four, eh? Probably four, yeah. 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 Oh, Tamani played for a few, didn't he? Yep, yep. Benders. Blues, yep. And Canes. Mm-hmm. Good, nice. nice. There you go. So I think we're all on board. Chiefs and Highlanders. Uh, Chiefs and Canes. Mm. Yeah. Chiefs, Canes. Go to Chiefs, 13 plus. Canes, 13 plus out there for you guys listening. It's a special tip here from Mark Stafford. <laughs> That's no, from Khan Green, so it could go either way. Um, I was thinking, if Super Rugby we had like a an NFL or an NBA kind of trade deadline format, mm. I might throw a couple of trades at you, see what you think. Would you Would you give up Artie Severe to get back Bowden Barrett and Mark Talia? Nah, nah. That quick. Yeah, no, I'd probably say no to. Say no? Yeah. No. Just not big on the trade thing over here. Um, yeah, I, I think it happens too much over there. But it, it wouldn't make the off-season. I mean, it does happen. Like, it's like Super Rugby's already a business. And if you throw that into the mix, then it just becomes a deadly business. Like, you never know when you're just going to up and... Yeah. Like, you, you can't... Like, it's hard for the player. Like, if you come here from Auckland... You move your family down here and you get settled into the Canes and then just before the trade deadline, they move you down the Highlanders. And, like, there's a human factor behind it as well. That kind of is just all business and, and no loyalty. Yeah, it was hypothetical, Fridge. You've ruined my, you've ruined my fun here. <laughs> yeah, but, I think it's more about yeah, players. So these you know. <laughs> but you fell the points, nonetheless. Yeah. Thanks for that. Is that the, was that the only one? Or? I've, I've got a few more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Keep them coming. <laughs> um, what, what, if, what if we throw another Blues player into that? Into that yeah, what about the human point? factor, though? Like, we've got to think... <laughs> <laughs> Who's the other player? What, what position do we Front row. So, like, uh, offer Tonga Fasi? Yeah. There you go. Three for one. Yeah. If, if it was those three players, you'd have to start thinking about it. To be fair. That's some pretty um, pivotal players. Depends on who you got. Mm. Would you give up Geordie Barrett for Richie Richie Moanga? Yes. And Jack Goodhue? Yes. Yes. Yeah? Probably do that. Easy. Yeah, I'd like to see Goodhue outside. Uh, well, I'm up here at the Super Rugby level. They'd carve up. All right. Any Would more? you give up TJ's Piranara for Aaron Smith? Ooh. No. See, this is, I'm probably thinking more about the human factor. TJ's just been Hurricanes through and through. He's it? put it all hard. I know, I know Aaron Smith's within the Hurricanes catchment um, when he went to school, but it's still a. Uh, you, you'd, you'd, stay, you'd stay loyal. You'll stay loyal. But what if his game started dropping off pretty bad? Oh, now you're thinking about it, bro. Yeah, nah. I don't know. It depends on how bad it is dropping off. Drop, dropping off enough to consider a trade? Oh, yeah, no, nah, I probably wouldn't. I'll stick, stick loyal. Yeah. Put him back in club rugby for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, one more. Julian Savez back in the country. Would you trade Ben Lamb for Julian Savez? No. I'd keep Ben Lamb. He's, no. he's hot. I'd go close to yes there. Yeah. I'd, nah, Ben Lamb's pretty electric at the moment. Uh, yeah. If it's if it's prime time bus. Oh, yeah. Go if it's them in their prime, then yeah, you but go ben Jules. Lamb's pretty, but... He's pretty good at the moment. Yeah. Right, would you give up Dane Coles for Cruden? Straight swap. No. We could do with it. We could do with yeah, the team. We, though. we could do, team. but he's the hardest side and captain. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. It's a debate, You would. It. I'd consider it. You'd go to that meeting, Fridge. You'd go to that meeting. Yeah. Go. I'll go to that coffee. That I'd have to buy. <laughs> yeah, I'd say yes. Yeah. Ooh, love Colsey. I love Colsey, um, but we, yeah, we need. But mate, he's he's got a super. He's got a World Cup, and he's. You guys just aren't loyal. You just You guys just aren't loyal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's back next year. But we need a team. Yeah. And the second coming of Cruden to the games will be off the hinge. Yeah. What about what about this one, Huge? TJ for Smith and um the first five. Yone? Yone, Josh Yone. Mm, yeah, you probably would have to consider You'd it have, then. Yeah. yeah. Well, where's your loyalties? Hey? <laughs> Loyalties of the Hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but if it's a straight swap, that's where I'd bring the loyalties in. But if it's just, you know, want to get the one, you'll be that. I think I'd take that. I wonder if we could get him, because the Highlanders, are, they're going to struggle this year, aren't they? Realistically. I think Lim put his name out there, didn't he? He's coming back to Hurricanes. He's coming back? No, I don't know. <laughs> Good chat. Right, guys, just just before we uh, finish up for the night, um, saddle chat review. Well, this is episode nine now. Uh, have you had many comments from people or followers, like on what the, the feedback on on the chat or what they want to hear or anything like that? You got anything, Huge? Um, yeah, so I think I've mentioned it before, and it's a guy that's featured on our. Um, Instagram live, but um, Hawani Tui comments quite a lot um, on a lot of things. So we've got a, I've got a group, uh, WhatsApp group with him. And um, the other day, I'm just trying to find it now. And he goes, just out of the blue, and this was just random. And he goes, I can't look at you now, huge pineapple on pizza. Both dis- <laughs> disgusted emoticon. And I just said, bro, it's the best. And he said, pineapple, full stop, gross. Ooh. And so obviously, you know, it's, some of these listeners are really, uh, really Take taking to things heart, to heart yeah. of what our opinion is. Um, I, I sat by though. I'm, I'm a big fan of pineapple on pizza mm. and toast sandwiches, things like that. Delicious. Mm. Uh, but yeah, had a lot of chat. Um, Emily um, Sioni as well. So, um, had a good chat to her. She said she really liked the Samoan Language Week one um, and, and all the settle chats in general. And she said it's just great sort of hearing. And her and George sit there and um, have a good laugh about um, some of the settle chats as well. So some good good feedback in that regard. You're just on that. Um, my sister added... Um, our our work and your work on those images and, and videos for Samoan Language Week. She said, like, she's done a lot of work in that, and she said it was quite impressive for um, a club to kind of do that level of um, participation, I guess. So, well done on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone else? 
yeah, I mean, I've had some good reviews, and and from from the from an analytical point of view, we're getting some some good numbers now. I mean, and 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 in the states and the UK and France, and surprisingly good numbers, seen as your performance is borderline fridge at best. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if those people are listening in and, and have the means to bring us over for an international saddle chat, <laughs> let's go. Look it up. But no, nah, most most of the reviews has been positive. Yeah, nice. TC always loves it because I give him mm. a shout out. Yeah, I had, I had another one as well from um, one of the um, young fellas that joined the club this year before he shot up to Auckland and um, saved short take. Um, so Wally, he, he texts me saying that he's been really loving the saddle chats and it's um, and, and the lives. Um, said that he wasn't aware of how many Petoni or how many guys out there and and famous rugby players or people are Petoni people. So he's really enjoyed actually learning about that and people that actually connected to the club somehow so you know we're getting getting that out there as well and informing people and just and just on that i think that's the beauty of what we're doing is um obviously we're obviously dealing with you know what's happening currently obviously we mm. we obviously kept people hopefully entertained through the whole lockdown um you know and we were pretty creative of what you know what you obviously what you guys did with the insta lives and just all the content that we're pushing out there and you know, the Samoan language week, which was great that we could, you know, obviously acknowledge that and, and probably put an episode dedicated to, to to what that's about. But, you know, we're just celebrating, you know, the villages mm. that have come through the club. Others have moved off shore and others have moved to other clubs for whatever reason. And obviously a lot that are still here, you know, and we talk about Maza, like, you know, 30 years ago, mm. you know, and, and still here toiling away, giving what they can for, you know, for, for our club, which we, you know, and so many, so many things that we, we obviously... Um, try and um, acknowledge but also educate a lot of um, our younger you know like the likes of Sage that um, you know juniors at the club that might not know about what happened 15 20 30 years ago so it's awesome that we can do that and you know long back continue as long as the feedback is positive which it has been we'll just continue to mm. push that product still a still a work in progress I guess though and we're always mm, yeah. you know, get better or not professionals at it we're just sort mm. of done something for the club and put it out there but um I mean I guess if there's anyone out there that thinks they're have some content for us that we might be good ideas or teams that we can pick or ideas on future settle chats and you know send them through yeah i guess uh as a heads up for next week's pod we'll have a couple of the coaches premier coaches coming in to preview uh round one and we'll also look to preview round one uh, around the clubs as well uh, possibly get Khan green in to give us some odds uh, around that or around super rugby or nrl yep um yeah, and also for any of our listeners out there, if, if you've got any ideas on what you want us to talk about or any first uh, of things that you want us to discuss or look into, send us that message and, and we'll give it a nudge. Um, because, yeah, it's been pretty fun as well. Like, it's cool just chatting about all this stuff and talking about, like you said, like villages from, from the past and the present. Um, yeah, great monologue from you, Is. Is you probably from the Scots College system? <laughs> you probably get Ken on at some point. We need to get Ken on there. See how many see how many players you can name in their schools just off the top. Uh, but I guess uh, we we should round out and we'll go around the table uh, just to finish off. Um, maybe on what the plan is for the week, what you're looking forward to, and, and stuff. So huge. Uh, yeah, plan for the week. Um, Rugby-wise, obviously another training coming up on Thursday um, where we sort of finalise preparations for 
the final preseason hit out against Old Boys University this week. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Missed the game last week, as you heard. Um, so looking forward to seeing the, the team run out this week and um, hopefully put on the field what they've learned during the week um, and build for Johnsonville next week. So, um, yeah, that's probably the, the, week, the week ahead for me. Nice. Thank you, uh, Eugene. Uh, Ezra? Yeah, no, not uh, too much planned for, for me personally, just um, just continuing with a bit of, bit of mahi online from, from home. Um, in terms of footy, the plan is to try and get out here on Saturday and, um, and catch up with everyone and, and obviously, um, you know, help out with the, the prep around our, our boys getting ready for that game with OBU. Uh, but it'll be good to see some footy live in action. It's been a while. Um, yeah, but, but otherwise, um, yeah, and no, I just, I guess, thanks again for everyone tuning in. And you know, I guess the, the, what we're trying to do is, is you know, it's just a, just four guys who are passionate about our club sitting around having a bit of a yarn. Um, and, and that's really what it is. Like, you know, there's obviously, we've got a bit of a, a script and a directive to work off, but really it's just um, having a bit of a chat and, and celebrating our club and, and, and footy, just in general club footy, grassroots and, and Wellington rugby that we're all pretty passionate about. So, yeah, thanks again for everyone tuning in. I look forward to next week. Beautiful. Uh, Hayden? Um, yeah, just a reminder, Saturday. The old relaunch. Get down here, get a couple handles, support the club. Some good raffles going. Fridge could be in trouble with the uh, Ministry of Primary Industries this week, but I will be. <laughs> yeah, and uh, thanks for the fish and chips. Huge. Cheers, mate. No nice out next week. Nice. Thanks, Golden Horse. And yeah, <laughs> I, I guess on that, Hack uh, mentioned support your club. Let's get out there when, when the season starts. Get out there, support your clubs. Still support your local businesses and sponsors and things that, that keep. Uh, rugby afloat and, and our local community footy uh, going um, but yeah get your ideas in and I believe uh, Ezra's on the agenda next week um, to host yeah you are yeah. Um, but yeah Saddle Chat 9 we out Yo, let's, go get, let's go get some fish and chips now eh?